I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Second and seven for Stidham, and he runs into Trayvon Walker. And the number one overall pick, he gets his first one. From the eight-yard line, it is a toss to Amir Abdullah. Speed to the edge, and the season's first touchdown. Sloater's throw is a touchdown. Nathan Cottrell getting it. He has been busy throughout this game. And the third-year man out of Georgia Tech. Reels in the pass. Welcome on in. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network on a Friday. Lot to get into today. Uh, we'll get to some baseball later on. NFL futures with passing touchdown props for different quarterbacks. Interception leader, always one of my favorite uh, markets to jump in on. We'll get to that. Uh, we have a lot of off-the-wall stories today. I can just tell we're going to get to that part of this show coming up in a little bit. Uh, great guests from BetMGM is going to join us in a little bit. Seamus McGee, team lead for BetMGM Trading Group, joins us one hour from now. And there's something going on with Matthew Stafford's elbow that we have to spend some time on because the Rams might be in some uh, trouble, at least on thin ice, as we get close to the season. But, Aaron, we got football last night. We'll start there, the Hall of Fame game. And we had an over. I thought that number was too low. 30 and a half is just so low for a football game. And uh, and that one went over late last night with about, what, three or four minutes to go? 27-11, the Raiders win, and we got a football game last night. Yeah, the whole Josh McDaniels narrative. Um, he grew up there, played there, his dad coached there. It was emotional. It all came home for him. The game did start off a little bit slow. Um, and I thought, oh, maybe the under will hit, but then no. And Jared Stidham actually played pretty well, eight for 15 passing. Um, so not bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready for the real stuff. That still wasn't very intriguing, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Were you no, into it? You know it? what it was? I was, I mean, it was on the, it was on one of the TVs and I, and there was no sound on, but I was watching and yeah, I was just, I, I took the over. So I just kept, when they, because there was an early field goal and then another score. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's let's get some points. And then it kind of stagnated for a while. And I was like, oh no, it's going to go right under the number, isn't it? And then we got the touchdown late. But 
couple of things stood out, Aaron. I mean, as we talk about awards uh, with rookies, I thought Trayvon Walker, because the, the Jaguars didn't play most of their players, but they play. Yeah, and I think also what stood out to me is the Jags just don't have a lot of talent, whether it's their starters or their backups. The Raiders um, winning that game 27 to 11, like their backups were better. I'm still interested. I cannot wait to see this Jags team when their starters are playing um, yep. and to see if Trevor Lawrence and company can take a step forward um, compared to last year now with a new head coach. But um, it was just a game of whose backups were better and the Raiders clearly better than the Jags. Um, so I think it'll be interesting just overall in preseason to find the bettable markets, but I kind of feel like it's a bit of a stay away for me <laughs> when it comes to preseason football. Unless I have some good information and feeling great about it, I'm just kind of like, yeah, can't wait for week one, two, three, and then things start to get rolling. Yeah, but big picture, I thought Trayvon Walker looked impressive. Now he's, I don't know, you know, who's he going up against? Who the, who the Raiders really playing all their guys? But he looked... He flashed, right? He had a sack, and it's like, all right, he's got some ability, obviously. But my guy, Zamir White, the running back, I think it was a fourth-round pick out of Georgia. I, I think I mentioned him two or three weeks ago, Joe. I like Zamir White as like a long-shot rookie of the year candidate, offensive rookie of the year. I loved what I saw last night. Uh, I think like 75 yards on, I don't know, 14 touches. He was good. So that's what I was watching for as I had it on the TV with no sound. But, Joe, as you come in, we, we got the over last night. We finally got an over in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, I mean, that, that number was so dicey, and it, it was looking like an under game throughout, and then you get the fourth quarter, and it comes down to the final possession. I Listen, Josh McDaniels' revenge tour is underway. Josh McDaniels at his high school stadium. That was a truck last night. That was great information. All, all the big bets that were coming in uh, were coming in on the Raiders throughout the day for it to close at two and a half. I mean, let's not forget when this thing opened, it was Jacksonville as your favorite for some strange reason. And it closed Raiders minus two and a half. That was the right move. Once again, the favorite wins the Hall of Fame game. I think that's like, it's a ridiculous trend uh, that's been heading at a very high clip. I want to say it's 13 and four now straight up. Uh, and, and these numbers are typically shorter than a field goal throughout the preseason. So I, the quarterback angle worked as well. I mean, that's where the handicapping starts. If you're going to talk about specific players in the preseason, it's all about the quarterbacks, and it's not close once we knew the QB1s were going to be out. You have Jarrett Stidham, who's experienced with McDaniels, understands his offense, he brings him in, and then you also have Nick Mullins, a guy that's that's had many games where he's passed for over 300 yards coming in for an injured quarterback against Kyle Sloter and Jake Luton. Like, when you look at it that way, well, of course – of course, the Raiders ended up winning. Uh, they, they went heavy with the run game. I was a little surprised to see Josh Jacobs getting some run early in the game. We're not going to see that with uh, a lot of situations, especially the Hall of Fame game, where you have that extra preseason game. I, I'm not going to say that I was locked in, but it was on the television all night. It was kind of a background noise, and uh, it, it kind of made you feel warm inside to have football on the TV. It did. Football was back. You see all the you see Doug Peterson getting interviewed. Josh McDaniels. You're right. It is the Josh McDaniels revenge tour. Now, does the McDaniels revenge tour stop because they leave Canton, or is are we on a year long McDaniels revenge tour? That's a good question. That is a good question. They are the favorite to be in fourth place in that division, but mm -hmm. th that division it has such high variance. I 
You could name me any team in the division and tell me they're going to finish in blank place. And I say, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Tommy Chiefs, third place. I could see it. Absolutely. Broncos last, Broncos first. I could see it. So, I mean, that's isn't that going to be really, of all the divisions, that's going to be the focus of everyone, that AFC West. Yeah, I mean, look, I was – so last night as I was watching, uh, the Phillies went to a rain delay. We'll get to baseball here in a second. And so I was – the game on, and I was like – I was diving into some preview stuff for the football season. And there's right. like four or five teams that I could just it, – it's it's hard, right? I don't have a great feel over under. I don't have a great feel of how – they could be good. They could go backwards. The Raiders were one of those teams. I was like – my initial thought was backwards. But, man, they added Devontae Adams, Aaron. They added, they added Chandler Jones. The Raiders are a – fascinating team and now they get the josh mcdaniels factor i still don't know what they're going to be i think joe's right i mean you tell me they finish in second and make the playoffs again i could believe that i could also see him finishing seven and ten and missing the playoffs yeah being last place yeah and that is what's interesting about the raiders i mean they made the playoffs and they went they faced so much adversity last year and you would have thought they would have crumbled just because the Raiders are that team that always gets in their own way. I mean, every year, the penalties, I mean, they just find ways to lose. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do that again, or, you know, if this is somewhat of a magical season and they take a step forward, they've got some new pieces and they also have some veterans. So I think it'll be interesting in the division for sure. Not an easy start week one at the Chargers, but it's worth pointing out that weeks two and three, they're facing two teams that, as a show, I think, uh, and I think a lot of people are there, that were fading in Arizona and Tennessee. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that the Raiders, who typically do start fast in the first half of seasons, that they go 3-0. They, mm-hmm. they could absolutely get out of the gates going 3-0 and before Denver and Kansas City in weeks four and five. Yeah, there's no question. That, that could happen. So, fun start. We get football back last night. As far as baseball goes, look, we, we talk about it, these big dogs in these games and how we're going to play these lines and numbers down the stretch of the season with, you know, the contenders separating from the bad teams. Paul mentioned it yesterday. The, and I think you did as well, Joe. But Paul's been betting on the Pirates. And I think, Joe, you said mm-hmm. you're not going to go against the Pirates. They beat the Brewers again yesterday. That there's always one or two teams down the stretch of a season. Forget their record, right? 15, 20 games under 500, whatever. It's like they're just going to be a pain in the neck for these good teams. And the Pirates look like that team. That they, I mean, they own the Brewers this week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you bet on the Pittsburgh Pirates on the money line, 
in all three games against the Brewers, one unit bets, you are up 6.7 units in those three Ooh. games. 225 yesterday, 180, 182 in the second game of the series. And the opener, they were plus 258. So they, they keep on doing it. And yesterday, that was the price because of Woodruff. Close game, but yeah. Yep. Maybe instead, I mean, maybe we should be rolling with Paul the rest of the way. I mean, if we're going to get prices like this, and this is this is not a juggernaut in Milwaukee. They have good starting pitching. That's why they get respect in the betting market on the money line. But, I mean, after trading away Hater as well. So I they, they didn't add the bat that they needed. We think the Cardinals are going to take over the division. Is your takeaway from this series, if, if you're going to react at all, you know, small sample size. This thing's this happens throughout the course of a baseball season, but we've been saying this for a while on Pittsburgh. Is your takeaway that we're going to want to back Pittsburgh as bigger dogs, or maybe we're going to want to fade the Brewers as big favorites, or maybe both? Both. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Both. both. Yes to both. Just, just and, for everyone's awareness, the Cardinals, you can still get them at plus money for the NL Central, and they're tied with. They the caught them last night, last right? Night. Yep. Tied. They're yep. tied. Yep. Yeah. So I think Phillies, Brewers, Cardinals, all have the same record. One of the central teams obviously has to make it, but then yep. I, the Brewers feel like the one that's going to fall off if, if any of those three do. Like, I got that just in time. I mean, I, plus 150, I mentioned the other day. Joe Oma said he saw plus 170 out there. That is now, I've seen like even money or close to it. Uh, well, maybe plus 120. Wait, the Cardinals do play the Yankees this weekend. So you they have could if two you or three. Three. They have two three game series they, starting tonight. So that could bring things back a little bit but yeah the uh the brewers i mean their schedule i mean i i just think they are i'll be i mean cincinnati kind of scrappy i mean they're not that dead team we saw for the first you know six weeks of the season and then tampa and then that st louis series and then the dodgers for seven in a stretch they've also got the cubs in there but man yeah i'll be fading the brewers and taking the pirates on the money line until further notice I mean, and it's obviously going to be decided in the Brewers Cardinals seven matchups that they have remaining. Right. But yeah, the Cardinals have the second easiest remaining schedule, and Milwaukee is in the middle. Milwaukee also has the Dodgers seven times, Yankees three, Mets three. That's 13 out of their last, what, 55 ish? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Somewhere That's a big percentage there. of the games. Yeah. They're going back. I, I, would, I mean, there's no question. I, I would take St. Louis at, at even money. Jake says, I, so plus money, I would take them at even divided money. Divided in the locker room. They got guys like crying in the locker room over Hater. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the Cardinals are like, we love Jose Quintana. We love Jordan Montgomery. We're excited. And the Brewers are like yep. crying, shaking, throwing up in the locker room. I mean, for, I mean, the odds in this division haven't made sense for three months. Like, even two months ago, it was like, Three to one for the Cardinals. Why they're even, if anything. They're like the gap, there's no gap there. It's odd. Yeah. And I think this is where and I am, I mean, this is a sports betting show. We are all in on analytics, numbers, everything. But David Stearns with that Astros background, this is where you can't necessarily quantify something like, all right, trading off hater and the impact in the clubhouse. Like this just screams yeah. tank, fall apart, like everything. And that's exactly what we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Small sample size, but it looks like it could absolutely go that way. 
even if it's the right move for them, right? Like big picture, long term. Right? Like, sure. Yeah, but like, and I, you know what? That's why that felt like more of an off season move. You could kind of like you could think through it and justify it, and you get the spring training and you talk through it. But like, in I, I saw that too, Jake last night. Those players were like. I forget which one. I forget who was talking. Maybe it was um, Yelich after the game. They just looked uh, like. Bomb. Yeah, yeah he is. No up from down at the plate right now. He has a lot to worry about. But he still looked like he's checked out. Like, they're, they're like, it's weird. There's a weird vibe with that team. I mean, Yelich is a guy that's, it's it's like, did, did he get the signals from the center field scoreboard? Or, uh, or was he juicing? It's like. Yeah, or both. <laughs> Maybe both. It's always been the rumors with Yelich. And then, you know, the other big picture thing that happened in baseball, how, how do, we know they're so loaded, but if the Kershaw back is a problem, that opens everything up, everything. Now, we always felt that way anyways because it's baseball, but when you just remove him from that spot and you're looking at Urias, Gonsolin, Haney, it's like, oh boy, is that a drop off? And we know how loaded that lineup is, but that rotation has a completely different look. I would say well, that I mean, until Dustin May comes back and just is throwing 101 no hitters. Yeah. Well, right, he has to come back though, because right now, I mean, they, by the end of the day, they could have Kershaw, Bueller, and May all on the IL. Like that's a lot. That's a lot mm -hmm. as we go down this road. I mean, they don't have. They could just rest Kershaw till October, though, right? Like they're in; it's over. Hundred I mean, percent. Yeah, yeah. Not, nothing matters for them anymore. Yeah, they, they right. I mean, they're on pace for one hundred and ten wins. All I will say is, you know, so said something about one hundred and fifty on the Giants earlier this week. There is a three hundred to one out there after the sweep. Three hundred to one. Quickly, I was listening to that game a little bit yesterday. If you take away their Dodgers games, they've lost eight yes. in a row to them. They have like a plus 50 run differential and they're over 500. The Dodgers have completely yep. torpedoed their season. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily on the other side. What is going on with Matthew Stafford's elbow? How big of a deal is this? How should it affect how we bet on the NFC West and NFC? That's next on the Beck UL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.